2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM. ESPN, I hope you're being safe out there on this January 31st, at least this slippery January 31st, Slippery Tuesday. I have seen wrecks live on television before I came in. I took it very slow. That's the key. You take it slow. The overpasses seem like they're a little better now than they were earlier in the day. I figured I'd put a snow number on for y'all. Because the ice is. it's, It's all over the trees. But in terms of, like, impending doom, save for a few wrecks here and there, we dodged a bullet. I would say. Now, son and wife are home and nicely tucked away under the covers. Got a day off. I'm assuming the same is true for John's family, and that's nice. Maybe we'll do the fireplace tonight. But an icy day. We're all here safe. It's good to see you, John. Uh, by the way, I want to I want to mark this occasion. John Morant's little sister has her first offer.
4: congratulations.
3: The superstar of the city's younger sister could be on her way to stardom itself. Maybe, John, this is the first of many. She's at Houston High. Nice player, by the way, as you would expect.
4: Yeah, I don't want to tell Katrina Merriweather how to do her job, but I think we probably have to just extend an offer there uh, out of out of obligation to Please. the, the Morants. Please. Right? Why not? I mean, it just makes sense. Like, John Morant would, like, come to your games like I'm not again. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to run their uh, how to run their program, but if I were the Memphis uh, women's basketball coach, she would be my number one target. <laughs> like just the branding. You I haven't
3: thought about that, but it makes a lot of sense. Even in, even like Penny going after Bronny there for a little while. And you yeah, like I mean, and look, the, bro, uh, but you'd have a better chance. You
4: feel like? Yeah, I haven't seen this one's in play. I mean, I don't.
3: I don't. She's got a nice guy. I
4: had twenty. Yeah, I? I don't. So I can't. Like I, I. we we know. I mean, Bronny's a McDonald's All American. So. I mean there is a there is an element of he's a you know, he's a hooper too. And and Nia is probably a hooper as well. She is after all a morant. But even if she wasn't, bro, I mean if 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 it, if it was like a – what was that what's that dude's name with the one arm? Oh uh, Hansel Emanuel. Yeah. Emmanuel. I would offer you know what I'm saying? If Naya Morant was Hansel Emmanuel in, in female form, she's getting an offer. He's playing for Rodney.
3: Hamilton yeah. in Northwestern State, isn't it? Yeah. And and I saw highlights from him hitting threes, shaking
4: folks dunking up. Dunking on people? I mean, it's crazy. Like, that. That's, I, again, I know he's not playing real minutes, but when he gets in there, like, he's getting his own rebound off a free throw. He's dunking on people with one arm. He dunked on somebody? Yes, bro, look it up. It happened, like, November, December. But, it, yeah, I mean, a Division One team. Wow. That happened.
3: Um, Go, Yeah, um, Let's let's get on it. Let's get her the offer. Yeah, from we, Memphis. Because, again,
4: John ja Morant the will come to the games. He he might, like, get, he might like do, like, a Ja Morant recovery room or something. How often is he at Houston games? Houston High. I don't know how often
3: he But he's been there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, and you'd get him in the field house. El Marone. Ja, is a, <laughs>
4: ja in the building. That place be packed. Ja is a, is a basketball lover, so he goes to stuff like that. He goes to games. And you're telling me that if his little sister was at Memphis, he wouldn't be falling into El Marone on off nights? You're damn right he We're would. We're going
3: to get on it. So, again. It's a good idea, John.
4: Million dollars worth of game, Katrina. I'm just trying to help. Just trying to help. Uh, I got a big show planned for you guys today. I uh, hope everybody's staying safe. A lot of people will text me today say, hey, the road's bad. No, 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 roads are fine. It's the Memphis drivers who are Man, bad. will slam up into the back of you. So, you you know, I guess that is the same answer. Um, that there are hazards with being out there on the road because people in Memphis are just not well trained, as you guys know, as we talked about on the show. Anybody gets a driver's license in Memphis, it doesn't matter. I mean, when I got mine, I passed the test, and I, you know, they asked you to park, dude. I, my, my wheels came up off the curb and everything. I mean, I I did not deserve to get my license that day, but they're just like, yeah, rubber stamp. So this is a this is a notorious bad driving community. Well, and you're telling us you're one of them. I am. Well, I have been. I, I'm accident free, um, going on seven years now, which I'm pretty proud of. So, as bad a driver as you may think I am, so you did it. You you busted one that start the show right before we started up the show there, right around that time. It was February 2016, and uh, yeah, I was came October. So this was earlier. It was it was during that train wreck of a of a final Josh Pastner season, and I um, and I was leaving downtown, and he I don't was, remember the intersection. He, you were stressed, but I, t- I was turning left, leaving the game, and man, boom, smacked by like a uh, Range Rover that coming around that curb at the down at the form. It's like it's like Beale and something, man. I don't know what the intersection is. It's Beal, and and uh, but it's like kind of like a. He was coming from, and again, I'm very bad with direction, but he was coming what was north to me, right? And he's coming from an elevated part of the street. And I couldn't see him. He was clearly speeding. I was wrong because I made a left-hand turn, you know. Oh, you got the ticket. Yeah, I, 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 right. He, had, But he was going way too fast because he, he came out of nowhere. You still blame him. Man, the mirror came off my windshield. It hit me in the eye. Which car was this? A little Nissan? This is the Ultimate, yeah. And, um, and that's the last accident I had.
3: That's good. You've been safe. I know good. Brad's never had one. No. I've had several. Been a while, though. Yeah. None on this ice, though. Let's stay. Let's y'all y'all be safe and and drive defensively. John's right. None of y'all can drive.
4: No, that's what you learn how to do. The older you get, (laughs) like you got to project like what that dumbass in front of you's gonna do. So um, that's part of it. That's part of the maturation and the growth. So be careful out there today on these Memphis streets. Jessica Benson's gonna join us at eleven thirty or so, and she is going to um, serve sort of as an example as to why you know you don't play basketball past a certain age. She ruptured her Achilles. So I saw the cast. Yeah. Ruptured Achilles? Yes. Very extreme. Very sh- extreme injury. Sh- that could possibly end the career. I if- think it's a career-ending injury. It should be a career-ending How ending old energy. is she? I think, Roundabout? I, you know, I don't want to put a number on it. I don't know. Okay, okay. I, I think okay. that's very
3: uh, inappropriate. Well, basically. I'm just trying to compare it to like a football player trying to come back from that or a basketball player. That age might matter in terms of... How they might bounce back?
4: I think she's probably between Stephen Adams and Danny Green's age. She's my age. I, I would maybe a little younger than me. Okay. Um. So you know. Well, I hope she's well. I, I mean, it, it just goes to show you, man. It it once you hit a certain age, it just it falls apart.
3: Well, you should think about
4: that. It falls apart.
3: We um, learned that from Hasselton Time too.
4: Yeah. So Jessica Benson's going to join us uh, at eleven twenty-five, and we'll talk to her about the the Grizzlies as well. Um, who have, you know, figured some things out, got a nice win against the Indiana Pacers at home. Maybe. We hope they've figured some things oh, out. Oh, I think they've... Forcing into that was a big Jackson. one. That was a big win. So we'll talk to her about that at uh, 11.25. <laughs> then Trista Crick is going to join us at 1.25. We'll talk NFL with her, NBA. I just think Kings when she comes on now. Kings. Trista Kings Crick. Um, so we'll do that with her at 1.25. That's the show today. Looking forward to it. A couple things. I guess just one thing. It's not, I mean, a couple. A couple is a, is honestly that was uh, that was misleading for me to say a couple things was misleading. We really only have one thing that we want to talk about here in the beginning of the show, and that is um, a bit of, a bit of a story I did on Billy Richman III. Uh, wrote about it over at the Daily Memphian. Um, Billy Richman, of course, is an advertiser on the show, friend of the show. But what a lot of people may not know, that they'll find out, is that Billy Richman has a son. Who is absolutely blowing up on the recruiting trail now? This is not Jason and John coming on here and gassing up a two-star recruit who has, you know, offers from Southern Illinois, right? This ain't that. Billy Richmond the third, Trey, is now ranked number fifty-nine over at ESPN in the class of two thousand and twenty-four. His stock is blowing up. He's got offers from Memphis. He's got offers from Kentucky, Indiana, Seton Hall. Tennessee is calling now. What I can share with you mm. is that Billy Billy recognizes, and he, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's informed Tennessee of this, but he he certainly did acknowledge to me that he knows he can't send Trey to Tennessee because Memphis won't buy chicken anymore if he does. So he he's aware of of that, you know, of of the potential fallout there. Are you joking? No, he said that. Deserts. He said Memphis won't they won't buy chicken no more if I send them to Tennessee. So I love it. Yeah. So we can I love it. So Rick Barnes calling. You for real. He said that to you straight
3: face. That's serious. I wouldn't lie on him. So he do he's cutting off Tennessee like you've cut off
4: Tennessee for Riley. He said you can put that in there that Me- Memphis won't wow. buy no chicken if I send him to Tennessee. That's what he said.
3: Business decision.
4: It is a business decision. Well
3: good. It's Rick total, don't even need to come around sniffing.
4: It's a total like business he's done decision. so
3: much here, of here
4: late of late. So, um, anyway, a little bit about good, uh, a little bit of backstory here. Trey was at East High School uh, for the last to. two years. Yeah, I see
3: you're on the inside. I, I have to get used to you calling him Trey. Yeah, this uh, is the third.
4: Sorry that I have so much info here. Uh, go ahead. Uh, so, so Trey was at East the last two years, and he was, you know, look, I'm mean, I, the word was getting out about him when I talked to people, whether it was heard or whoever else. You know Billy's name came up. Trey's name came up.
3: Six five can do it all. It's what you yeah. heard all the time about Billy Richmond.
4: Yeah. Now, by the way, Billy Billy now says Trey is six nine, so he goes from six five to six nine. Now nah, he well that,
3: again that was he's been six five for a while. Yeah. Now six nine.
4: Again, you're gonna have to give Billy on that. We've grown four inches in the last couple of years. You're gonna have to give. Ooh wee. And on left handed. Was yeah. Sean Williams six nine and left handed? Uh yeah, yeah. So No problem. Yeah, so um, Billy was at East, and, or excuse me, Trey was at East, and I think um, mm. the family kind of decided that he wasn't being seen as much as he should have been. The um, one national schedule. Yeah, know. it's different now. It's different now.
3: East didn't play in as much as one because they don't have as
4: many guys. Yeah, exactly guys. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so it was actually Trey's mom. That, that facilitated this decision, believe it or not. Billy was not the primary decision-maker in this. But Trey's mom said, let's send him off to Camden in New Jersey, where the son of Dewan Wagner, DJ, top-five player, committed to Kentucky. That's where he is. Right. And Camden, of course, is where DeWan Wagner went to school. So they sent him up there, and we know Camden plays a national schedule. Sean was right-handed. Go ahead. Oh, he was? Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I thought.
3: I'm well, looking at, I'm looking at felt, basketball reference. He felt reference. like would lefty.
4: Yeah. You know, I, I, I was rolling with that.
3: Didn't man. want to throw you out, but I yeah. want to get the facts
4: straight. So they, they decide uh, to send Trey up to Camden so that he can play a national schedule in hopes of getting more exposure and and, and more college offers. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly what is happening. Uh, he has gone from, like, mid-100s to now, as we said, number 59 over at ESPN. He's a four-star composite over at two four seven, and it feels to me he's averaging like fifteen and six. You know, um, it feels like to me this is going to boil down to, and it's so fascinating because like I don't know of a recruitment quite like this one that I can remember where it's involving a Tiger son, but also a Tiger who played for Cal. You know, like the timeline of that. Yeah, it feels to me like it will boil down to Memphis or John Calipari, Penny or Cal for Trey. Um, and it's it's a little ways off because he's only a junior.
3: 2024.
4: Yeah, so this is not, like, happening in the spring or anything so like that. So, in the
3: same class, just for the others that don't, with Curtis Givens III. Yes. 2024. Yes.
4: yes. So, um, it, it just feels like a fascinating showdown. And, and it's kind of like if you're Billy Richmond, it's, like, awkward in a way. Because, on the one hand, you're a Memphian, you... Went to Memphis. You operate business in Memphis, but on the other hand, you played for Cal. You transferred from Vandy to Memphis to play for Cal. You still talk to Cal. Uh, you he is up there with La Familia, right? Mm-hmm. With DeWan and OGs up there. You know they're keeping in touch. I mean, you you have all these connections that run so deep.
3: Yeah, I saw um, Cal in the gym when Billy was. Punching that thing. Yeah, watching. I guess. Yeah, whiny and yeah. seeing Billy.
4: Yeah, so I think it just—it's just one of those like, it's Penny and Cal have had some showdowns, but I feel like in terms of the personal connections, I don't think that it's ever been as personal as this recruitment has the the chance to be. Well, a registry,
3: good piece. There's another point to consider here too: is they're not with with Cal's future. Yes. And I, it's weird to even say this, but, but yes, do we not are. feel better about Penny and being the coach at Memphis yes. by the time Billy in 2024 gets there than we do Cal now? Obviously. Cal might be you somewhere, You would think though. the likelihood is that he's at Kentucky. If still. he's not at Kentucky, he's going to be somewhere, though, isn't he? And you would, wherever he is, you would
4: Yeah, it, it, that's why I was very careful to say not Memphis, Kentucky, Penny Cal. You know, I think that it's 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 not going to be a you know we know Penny will be at Memphis. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Cal will be. I mean, so it's essentially still be the same fight. Yeah, I mean, it's it, nothing well, worth noting. Nothing yeah. is going to change about the pitch from John Calipari to to Trey. I mean, it's it's all about Cal. It's all that's all it is. It ain't about oh come to Kentucky. It's come to play for me. So wh- whether he's at Kentucky, whether he's at Texas, whether he's at, at a at Victory University, um, you know. Is that, a, is that a round still? Well, doesn't it matter, I mean, if he's building something somewhere else? Well, you could build it at Victory or Crichton, something like that.
3: And if he's starting over. Yeah. No, I mean, look. You think he's doing it right off top? Yeah,
4: I mean, you could say you could
3: anyway, come be a I'm,
4: part of the first class. Excuse me, X, me for y, the Memphis Z. guy
3: and me looking for advantages here for Penny. I guess it, it looks like it's yeah. pretty pretty dead even down the down the line with the personal ties and everything yes. else. Yes. I, I find it hard to, maybe it is hard to. Find an advantage for one or the other.
4: Well, I think the advantage is
3: that – And he can't sell, well, you know where I'm going to be at. Right. Because I mean, yeah.
4: it's obvious. I think the advantage that Memphis has – But if
3: he's a little more stable with his roster and everything else, that could be – Oh, yeah. That could help you if you're a piece to what's already a good puzzle. Yes. And not something that's starting over that's necessarily. Right. Although right. we know Cal can put it together pretty fast. I think
4: the advantage for Memphis is that – He's looking for a little Billy ha- has a lot of business here, you know. And, uh, he, you know, that business probably gets better if he, if his son plays in Memphis. You know, I mean, that's just the way it works. It doesn't get what, necessarily worse necessarily. Well, let me ask you this then,
3: uh, Mr. Inside Guy. What's to keep Penny from pulling off? Like he's done in the case of a Kennedy Chandler. Right. You know, or in there early, but now yeah. you decide I'm going a different direction. Uh, you know, Matthew Morrell, you decide no. Now there's different reasons there. You were going after Jalen Green. We understand guy was going to have the ball in his hands. Uh, you know, we'll see on Curtis. Given a third, could could Penny, if Penny felt like it was getting close, too close to Kentucky, and that you know that hasn't been the reason he's changed course every time, right? But if he did, would he? Is this is this gonna go down to the wire? I know that's what your gut tells you, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That this is the Memphis kid. Now we're well, get, we're gonna get us one again. Well, and
4: you're gonna stay in the fight until the end. Penny's M.O. is. Not to let it go down the wire. If he thinks one of these other yeah. schools is, is going to make it happen. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's just, I mean, I think it'll go down as, again, if as long as Penny feels like he can get the kid, but if he feels like it's going to be a deal where he's going to, con- you know, wherever Cal is, um, then it no. <laughs> I mean, give, you know, Penny will shift his focus elsewhere. I mean, look, Billy Trey's a, a good player, you know. He's a really good player, but we know Penny's M.O. too. We know what his what his uh, tendencies are when it comes to, especially Memphis kids. Well, he doesn't have to recruit yeah. Memphis. Like There's he, only been a select few coaches at Memphis that you could say that about. Penny doesn't like to stay in there on Cal, the Memphis Cal, I mean, kids. that's a short list. Yeah. That didn't have to recruit Memphis? Yep. That's a short list. Yep. But Penny I, and Cal. I mean, this is technically a Jersey kid now, though. So you can rationalize it that way. Maybe Penny wants I to. That's not the kid. Did, do good, no. He's a Memphis kid. He went to East. But just, no, I
3: think all uh, those kids now spend. I mean, Curtis gives the third is a Memphis kid, but he's at yeah. Montverde. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, Matthew Morrell went to IMG. Memphis kids still. Yep. Kennedy Chandler went to. Yep. Uh, uh, sunrise. Yep. You're right. That's they're fair. all Memphis kids. That's just a fad now.
4: Yeah, you're right. No, you're exactly right, and man. I
3: can't fault it. it. Looks like it was a good move, as you point great, out. I
4: mean, it's a great move for I, I think you get all the, those guys. The national
3: schedule, yeah. you, You're more eyes on you. You blow up. They're on Absolutely. the right.
4: Absolutely right. So I think it was a great move for all of them. It just, I
3: just I'm just I'm I'm selfish. I want Memphis kids at Memphis, and what the next era of that? Exactly. What What does that look like? Jonathan Lawson now the yep. I guess the youngest. Mm-hmm. But what's the next era of that? Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it looks like you know Billy Richmond the third.
4: Yeah, we don't we don't uh, talk. Anywhere near as much about you know high school recruiting as we used to, because it's the game has changed so much, right? But but I do think this is one that uh, you know I'm, I'm we sure. don't talk about it as much either because he doesn't recruit this area
3: as much. That too, that too. It's it's where our ties run yep. a little deeper.
4: That's right. So <clears throat> James Wiseman was a win for for Penny. DJ Jeffries was a win for Penny. Um, Chris Livingston was a win for Cal. At Kentucky now, I'm trying to think has, has has there been another one off the top of my head that uh, the I think I, I think it might be two to one right now. I think it, I think it's two to one. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I mean I don't again yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but I think Penny's up on the I think Penny's up on the season series two one on Cal. Um, this would be three one be almost I mean it would be going for a closeout be going for a closeout there. So anyway, it's a uh, potentially... I'd like to get him. I'm per- pretty sure. I said he's left
3: handed. He's left handed. Right? I say yeah, all yeah, highlights yeah. up.
4: Yeah, I mean I, I know that's very important to you.
3: Makes you colder. Yeah, it does. I promise you, it does. Is CJ lefty? No, and I just, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, man. I'm cool. left-handed. Brothers it's... left-handed. Mom's left-handed. Wow. Faith though, her right-handedness was just too strong. Too for dominant. Me. There's it no doubt. It was very dominant.
4: Uh, well, there you have it, though. Uh, interesting recruitment. Just keep your eye on it, man. Let's keep talking Memphis recruiting, John. Well, I, I like I like hey. when
3: you put your ear to it again. Yeah, get back in hey, those streets. 2026 class in Memphis there is loaded. Go. I've been telling you that. Folks are writing about it. 2032.
4: Now. Is They're loaded. freshmen
3: right now. Now, now you want to joke around? What? Well,
4: there is there are a couple.
3: Oh, I'll say his name. There's a kid named. Uh, you think you're thinking junior? Uh, I'm telling you right. This kid, Omari Smith. Uh-huh. <sighs> he's going. On layups, he's going underneath his leg. In games, now it, it does feel a little silly, but 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 back to the point. Two thousand twenty-six, much closer. Right, the kid at CBHS, Keeper Jackson. Yes, Fred Smith at Briarcrest, son of a globetrotter, dude. They're they're both like six 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 sevens. They're coming, dude. Yeah. FACS got a couple well, we of need up, a it. couple of
4: guards. We need it, man. We need it. We need I it. hope they're coming to Memphis. Yeah, we need the uh I'm selfish. the influx. We've been missing that the last few years in the um, in the Memphis area. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it puts butts in seats too. Butts in seats, folks. There you go. All right, we'll come back. Jessica Benson's gonna join us. Uh we'll talk to her about the Grizz, her recovery, and more. Stick around, Jason and John, 90 turn of Family
2: I'm Chelsea Messenger, helping you beat the books with Beck L. Denver sits on top in the NBA's Western Conference, but the Nuggets are looking to snap a two-game losing streak as they host the Pelicans. New Orleans will be without Zion Williamson tonight, so it could be a get-right spot for the Nuggets. With Nikola Jokic averaging nearly a triple-double on the season and back in the lineup after missing some time with a hamstring injury, today's Beck UL five-star best bet is to take the Nuggets and lay the points again.
5: Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: New Orleans. Hey, welcome to the Benz is the host of Rise and Grind. Catch on the Grizz Radio Network right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Join us every Tuesday. Joins us now. What up with it, JB? Oh, how are you guys? So, um, what'd you learn? What was the lesson?
5: I learned that I have a minor setback for a major comeback, and I refuse to hang it up. My career is not over.
3: Hey. My career
5: is not over. I am only 30, I am young, and I have surgery scheduled for my Achilles tomorrow morning. Wow.
4: <laughs> like, you, you know what? I, I respect so much what you did. Because Thank you. you. You said, you know what? I'm not only going to go out here and injure myself. It, mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, one of the worst possible injuries you could suffer. Yes. Playing. Like you didn't yeah, I did like, not have
5: it. You didn't did sprain an
4: ankle, it. you know, like Mahomes. No. You know, you were mm. like, I'm going to make sure that I just rupture something, like a major tendon.
5: I'm going to have the worst recovery and rehab injury you could possibly ask for. I sat down with a doctor yesterday, and he looked me dead in the eyes, and he said, you know this is a 12-month recovery. And I said, yeah, wow. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds so, great. So, so,
4: t- uh, so, so for, for our audience here, mm-hmm. yeah, tell us. Yes. I mean, it was it was a three on three tournament that the Grizzlies were putting together for team employees. Correct?
5: Right. It was a, it was a team bonding uh, experience, like you know, company corporate Damn. go out and do this first one I've ever gone to right? Like, I don't usually sign up. You know, we're busy with the game nights and everything, and so I was like, you know, this sounds really fun. I haven't played basketball in a minute. I really want to do it. Uh, C.J. Hart convinced me. Our our director, Robbie Weaver, was playing, too. He convinced me, so I signed up for it. I was really excited uh, to play. I haven't played since before the pandemic, like, 2019. Mm. Uh, So we had... Standard three on three tournament. The team names were named after players, and funny enough, I was Team Stephen Adams, and this was the day after Stephen Adams oh. went out for three to five weeks. So that was unfortunate, um, but we made it to the semifinals. So uh, the moral of the story is if my team had been worse, I would still have my Achilles. We were too good. And so we were in the semis on the main court at FedEx Forum, and the second it happened, it was like textbook. Uh, it's exactly what you always hear. It, I heard internally what sounded like a gunshot that no one else heard, thought I'd been kicked in the back of the leg, crumbled, thought I was going to puke, pass out, Man. Had a giant dent out of the back of my calf. So, yeah.
3: Jess, I feel like at 30, you're still very young, and the chances of you beating that 12-month you know, timeline are still very high.
5: I think so. I, we have a huge trip planned to Ireland at the end of June. We're going to Ireland and Iceland. And the doctor told me, don't cancel your trip. I might not be running yet. I'm a big runner. Uh, I run like four miles, four times a week. Not going to be doing that for a minute, but I should be able to walk. My goal is to be in a shoe in three months. So like- I'm saying that here and then full recovery like eight to ten. In terms
4: of the... Good to have goals. Like, did you know? I'm ready for the trip. I feel like I'm like talking to like a real professional athlete here. Which, you which, are. it's so, a big yeah. time injury. Yeah, I mean, I so I yeah. just, I just, I, I respect you so much. Um, <laughs> what did you know immediately? Like something really bad happened?
5: I did because I have a pretty high pain tolerance, and this was the most pain that I had ever been in. And you know, everyone's trying to calm you down in the midst of it. So they're like, Oh, I think it's just your ankle or maybe you sprained something. And I'm sitting there like, no, I think I tore my Achilles. Like I've heard enough athletes tell the story of how wow. it felt when they tore their Achilles. And it just felt like a textbook example. And so CJ <laughs> her and his wife were kind enough to take me to emergency. Uh, my husband, Chris met us there and emergency. Actually the x-rays came back negative. And so originally it was like I'll oh, just sit on it for for a week and see if it feels better. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know that this is this is bad. So I went and saw an orthopedic the next day, and it took him twenty seconds to diagnose me with a torn Achilles.
4: Hey, Kobe made two free throws on the Achilles on the. Uh... He
5: did, which is insane to me. And I guess like people have varying degrees of the immediacy of it. I have a friend's dad who tore his Achilles playing tennis in Mexico and he stayed for the rest of their family vacation for four days. I haven't been able to put a single ounce of weight on my foot since it happened. Like I had to be helped off the ground, helped over to the chairs. Crazy. Uh, I, have got nothing there. Yeah.
3: How long was surgery? Is that just, they give you the, any indication?
5: Yeah, it's just about uh, three hours. They said, Ooh, so it's outpatient. Lord. I'll be out immediately. Um, that's a I long story
3: surgery like it's well, just a I'm couple sure minutes. that
5: includes I'm sure that includes the prep time. It's a pretty basic surgery, I guess, but just in terms of like you have to go in and then they always hold you there uh, my my chauffeur Chris Luther, who is now responsible, you know when we got married this past summer and you say in sickness and in health, I'm not sure yep. the idea was that he was going to have to be my my butler for the next. <laughs> Three months because I can't do anything on my own, um, so that's the time frame that he's expecting to uh, wait and bring me home. But then it's like two week, two to four weeks in a cast, and then I'll be in a walking boot, uh, which you can't walk in for a significant period of time. But I think I'll be in a boot for like three months.
3: Yeah. I have the utmost faith in in Chris, his yeah. strong back.
4: That's
5: right. He's good. He showed up to the emergency room with a lunchbox full of Cheez-Its, pretzel chips, gummy bears, and chocolate caramels. And I was like, this is the man I married. That's I'm right. very grateful for that decision. I don't
3: think anybody's more thoughtful as a man in Memphis. Dude I, makes us I, I all look bad every, every time. Every, like every time. I've,
4: I've thought about, My like, Lord, he's thoughtful. respectfully canceling the segment because, you know, twice a month I, I will feel bad. Yeah. About, about myself as a man. He embarrasses husband.
3: us yeah. with everything <laughs> so he does. I don't
4: think I would have had that. I definitely would not have had that thoughtful. like inkling to, oh, I need to bring some snacks for my wife's ruptured uh, right? Achilles. Because you I ain't asked- thoughtful, fool. That's what
5: I'm saying. No. I asked for a – I needed a sweatshirt and a phone charger. Those were the only two things I asked for. And he showed up with multiple options for a sweatshirt. Along with snacks, a phone charger. He brought me deodorant just in case because I mean, I've been playing basketball. I mean, how thoughtful is that?
4: I mean, this. I mean, Chris's parents must have had a really very. I mean, I don't know this, but it feels like he saw a very special marriage in his home.
5: No, <laughs> maybe he learned from from a, a lack of example.
4: Well, that 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 works too. You know what I'm saying?
5: We're both, we're both Dude is touched, he's touched
4: by God, he's so thoughtful. There's more than one way to uh, to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Yeah, good, good on him, man. No,
5: uh, I'm lucky on that because I, when it happened, you know, I feel as bad for him as I do for myself because he's stuck with me for this journey. But we will get through it. There are worse things in the world. I will be watching a lot of TV and hopefully reading a lot of books or a book is my goal <laughs> and go. getting through
4: build back better. Like that's, that's what, it. that's what Joe Biden One day at a time <laughs> build back better. All right. The Grizzlies have finally won again. They have finally done it. Uh, and it, it looked, you know, precarious there for a minute. I was like, damn, I mean, is it, is it, it's like this really is about to be a problem if you lose to the Pacers at home. They did not. Not only did they not lose, they also covered the original number. That's not relevant to you, but it might be relevant to some, Jessica. Um, in terms of you know, just the last two weeks, the last three weeks for the Grizzlies, where are we?
5: Well, I don't think you exactly look at a win over the Pacers who have been just absolutely flailing without – Tyrese Halliburton as this proof that this team is 100% cured from the ails that they had on a road trip where they went 0-5. Like that, that was just a bad feeling to be in. But I do think you look at this team that still has the best home record in the NBA at 21-3. and They have more home games remaining than anyone else in the West the rest of the way. They just That's the way it is. They play better here at FedEx Forum in Memphis. It's not any real secret. And you look at how Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Junior were able to collectively take over that game and yes, it was just a, a January game against the Pacers, but you you could tell it meant a little bit more based on how Ja doesn't sit a single minute, Jaron plays more minutes than he's played all season, Taylor Jenkins' decision to roll with them. You just knew that tonally that was an important one for them to get as they do face, you know, a couple games here at home going into the all-star break. I think, what is it? Six of eight counting that game on Monday are played at home. So it gives them a second to get right. But you also look and, and realistically, other than Desmond Bain, the wing rotation right now has significantly struggled with consistency. And I'm not saying that Danny Green is going to solve all of those problems. This is someone who is coming off a severe injury of his own and you've missed eight months with a torn ACL and the recovery of that, but he at least on paper gives you three and D and he's a veteran player with championship experience. And as he announced last week on his podcast, the plan is for him to come back tomorrow night against the Portland trailblazers. And you just hope there's something there, right? Because at this point, you're still confident in this group. You're confident in a front office that has built this team in Taylor Jenkins, who has coached this team and implemented his system. Um, but you know, you're appropriately concerned as a big word, but you're just a little quizzical of okay, was that road trip more indicative of who this group is or was it just a bad trip?
3: Yep. Uh, clearly, been a concerted effort to get Jaron Jackson even more involved in the offense, even more involved with that two man game with him and Ja Morant. Is that, is that, I was certainly encouraged by that. Is that something you expect to see, Jessica? What was it, 19 shots for him in that game consistently? here as we get on into the second half of the season more consistently
5: they're going to need that to be more consistent from jaron jackson jr and that's the thing you you know what you're getting from him defensively he is a defensive player of the year candidate if not the defensive player of the year front runner big thanks to nba reddit you're looking at that (laughs) game against the pacers monday and you're laughing because he has another five blocks at home but you just nailed it like he almost lost in the five block through the fact that he had 19 shot attempts and he scores 28 points to lead the team. He's going to have to be more of a consistent offensive production piece for this Grizzlies group. And, you know, hopefully Desmond Bain gets back out there as well. And you have him and John Morant, but those three should be your most consistent scoring options. And Jaron Jackson Jr.'s continued development on the offensive end, I've said it all season, it's one of the biggest clutch points of this team's ultimate ceiling. And so to see him really lean into that, to see him grow in confidence and aggressiveness, I think has been, if you want to take a highlight out of the last couple of weeks, that's certainly one to focus on.
4: talking to Jessica Benson, Georgia Service, who's to hear on the show. Around the league, I don't know where you are, but I'm about to find out. I, myself, am now firmly in the, okay, the Warriors could win the title again mode. (laughs) I, that's that's where I'm at. I watched them last night uh, against the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road. And ever since they got these guys back, you know, everybody's healthy. It's like, well, they, they, they slick feel like they're picking right back up where they left off. Where are you all the Warriors?
5: I am not yet in the confidence level of they can win it all, as everyone is most are aware. I live with a psychotic Golden State Warriors fan. And he's been very uh, cautious on getting excited about this group as they have managed to put themselves into fifth in the West right now. But I will say he looked at me last night and he goes, did you see the Warriors are in fifth in the West? Okay. <laughs> and it was just the yep. slyness at which he said it uh, did cause me to take a pause and be like, all right, yep. this is about the time of year where they're putting it together. And listen, like we know who this Warriors team is We know who Steph Curry is. If Clay Thompson can continue to produce, I think he made six threes last night. If he can refocus that, then yes, this group is a very scary team. When you throw in Jordan Poole, when you throw in Andrew Wiggins, the experience of Draymond Green, and then if that bench unit can just give them something they're right in there i think the west in its totality that's why looking ahead at the playoffs you just think so much about the importance of home court advantage for all of these teams and particularly for us with the memphis grizzlies um because there's a lot of parity which feels like an evergreen statement to some degree with the western conference uh but i will say the golden state warriors at the beginning of the year you're like ah we really gave them too much credit and now they're figuring it out because, of course, they are.
3: Is there is there a team for you, Jessica, that you just circle and say, "No way, don't want to see them in the in the first round," and realize with the play in that can be a little funky on on seven eight there? But it's like you know, Phoenix is in that seven spot right now. You got Pelicans in the eight spot, Golden State a little bit higher right now in fifth. Heck, if they drop down there, they'd be dangerous. But there's a, is there one you just circle and say, "No way, I want to see them in the first round."
5: I feel that way about the Pelicans because they have dropped so far at this point as they've been playing without Zion now in there in that eighth spot but just from a sense of how the Grizzlies have matched up with them through the season I don't necessarily need to see CJ McCollum playing against the Grizzlies in the first round of the playoffs. and you know Zion makes that team entirely different so depending on his trajectory of where they end up in the standings that's the team that I would just I would prefer to wait wait on that one for a later round if possible Hey,
4: Jessica, appreciate the time as always. Good luck on your surgery. Keep good us luck. posted.
5: Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank Talk you. Later.
4: She is Jessica Benson. Uh, catch her on Rise and Grind. Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9. Yeah, serious uh, procedure there, bro. Uh,
3: she's a trooper because if I would had that happen to me, I'd have told you I can't do the show this week. I'm in too much pain.
4: hmm I mean, that's a
3: major injury.
4: Yeah. Having to roll around. So
3: forget talking to you.
4: Yeah, I agree. Especially I agree.
3: with the surgery tomorrow, I'd be frying.
4: Yeah, well, I think, I think she's had time to, you know, recover from the initial. When did it happen? Last week. Okay. I think by now. They it, can't put an ounce of weight on it still? I mean, and it's an Achilles, man. I mean, that's well that. be in a wheelchair. That tells you a lot about how different Kobe was. Because that dude stepped to the free-throw line in the last three minutes of a game and tied it up at the free-throw line with a damn ruptured Achilles against the Warriors, I think it was. Pretty damn impressive what he did. Um, yeah, I watched the uh, – watched the end of the uh Warriors Thunder game last night. Uh, it, look the the Thunder are pretty impressive too now. Competitive. Yeah, they were down like twenty-one. They're not tanking for Wim Yama. Not at all. Not at all. I think they're trying to make the playoffs. It. You have to respect it. Yeah, like they're trying to get in, I think. Um and they have they have some right on the line, sneaky the sneaky good players that like you don't like they have no name re- recognition. Like this kid Jalen Williams. They have two Jalen Williams. One, yeah, the one's one, from Arkansas. Yeah. I'm talking about the other one who uh-huh. went to Santa Clara. Yeah. That dude is a bucket. That the dude Jalen Williams from Santa Clara is a bucket. Um, you know, Giddy made some shots. Their defense is two years away from being two years away. I think that's kind of what's gonna keep them like they need a Jaren type. That's what they need. And maybe it's Chet Holmgren, but I don't think so. They need a they need a they need a defensive um anchor there. They don't have that yet. But man, they got some buckets with Shea Gilgis and and Jalen Williams, and you know they just have they have a bunch of talent. Did you say Isaiah Joe? Isaiah Joe was shaving points last night. I mean, I, I'm sorry, it's it's got to be an, an in, a congressional investigation. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that was the one take that the Thunder fought back from that being down 21. But the way the Warriors can stomp you out, they they should be on your radar. They should be on. They're back. They're they're going to be once again a, ma- a major. Well, threat. they've had your number of late, six of the yeah. last eight. I think. But they, hopefully,
3: they play themselves out of that. Yeah. play-in spot. If you're two, you're you're not facing yeah. them. Well, I don't. I, four I don't. Or five, I,
4: I don't think the Warriors should or do. they may come up to three. I they absolutely come up think to you. They Could I don't think the Warriors fear anybody. And I don't think they should. I don't think the Warriors should fear the Grizzlies. I don't think the Warriors should fear. Uh, the Celtics. But if you're
3: there in the king seat, they got to, exactly at this right. This point it's just adding on. Yeah, you know, yeah, the and, dynasties established. And they
4: want it again. I mean, now they're starting to turn it on. I'm just telling you, like they've won five of their last seven now. Steph and Clay and Draymond and everybody's playing. You know, they're starting to get serious about their seating. Um, we haven't, we haven't really. Because remember, the first you know month or two of the season, we were saying, "What's up with the Warriors? Like, you know, what's going on?" Well, they couldn't win on the road. Like, Could've literally road. impossible to win on the road for them. And uh, they decide they care now, and uh, twenty six and twenty
3: four. Yeah, I mean they're one last three, five of seven, like you said. And by
4: the way, they should have beaten the Celtics in Boston. I mean that was a ridiculous meltdown from them that you do not see an uncharacteristic meltdown um, <clears throat> from them in in Boston. So um, I don't know. They're on my radar, buddy. I'm just telling you they we are we are in a Golden State watch, and it could turn to a warning. You still
3: don't have eyes on the Clippers. No. Nobody believes. No. Still,
4: that that's one where they have never won, and I'll believe it when I see it. They've never won it. They That franchise never won anything, and and certainly it's never won anything with with this with this court. I know I No, no, they lost last time out. They're up to they're fourth. It's so tight after
3: you know after into the three three four I, five. I feel spot, like we
4: haven't seen the
3: Clippers are back up. They're not. They're no
4: longer no, in eleventh right. or twelfth. Like no, you, have, right. you have to be aware. I feel you know, you're like looking I, behind them at Golden State. I feel State. like they've never. I don't know. I, I don't know why I feel the way I feel about them, but I think it's just because, A, they don't have the chance. Like they I they don't have the proven championship pedigree that Golden State has, so I'm less confident in them than I am. Well, not as a team, but right, in the VIT, right. yes. Yeah, no, Kawhi's a champ for sure. But, again, their availability is a real concern. Yeah, it is.
3: Uh, 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 Every team in the West has concerns.
4: Yeah, I mean, but, their leading scorer is Norman Powell. That's right. Don't forget about Norman Powell. Is he, is he healthy? Did he get hurt? I can't remember. I honestly don't, I don't have it in front of me. I feel, like, I feel like the Clippers are constantly like in and out. Guys are in and out, so I don't, I don't know who's in and who's out for them on a night to night basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, you know, yeah, Norman's playing 43 games this year. He's out there leading scorer, but
6: he's getting about 20 minutes a game or so, like right now. I think they're trying to work it, him it's, back. It's
3: because the games played, Paul and Leonard aren't listed as the leading scorer, right. I think is the white why you yeah. saw it that
4: way. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. what it is. Yeah. Um but I I'm, I'm just not there yet. I haven't gotten there on the Clippers yet. So um to, John Wall, eleven point four. I mean he, he was he 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 that, that was a lot of, off the bench, right? That was a lot of hype about John Wall in the off season. It was only gonna be a can you still play in a small role? Yeah kinda. I mean he ain't he ain't come in and been the Houston Rockets version of John Wall. Well nobody
3: was saying it was gonna be that.
4: Yeah, or even the you know I mean, yeah we didn't even need the Washington
3: Wizards version of but John. he's one of well they got seven players averaging in double figures, mm-hmm. including uh, Mark's favorite guy Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. dude they're deep, <laughs> they're they're deep. Zubac is weakly though to me. Yeah, I think they have
4: they don't have anything inside. Yeah, I just, I and I'm, haven't had it for a while. Not so, I, but again, I have not watched much at, of of anything of the Clippers this year because it, they haven't given me a reason to. If you have Stephen and Jaron, you will dominate them inside. I agree. I have been watching the Warriors
3: a lot, though. We are in a watch. Why don't we dominate them inside? Because they're champs, man. No, you have to impose your will. Yes,
6: yeah, yes. They're champs. They have a
3: championship well, We've been playing category. their game lately,
4: and that's what that's what champs do. They know how to get you into what they want.
3: They to be punishing them folks inside.
4: Yeah. Um anyway, that's just a, that's it. Look, don't worry. Some of y'all out there, y'all might just be focused on the Grizzlies. We're out here I would
3: need to hear you holding up Golden State. Pro- we know all about no, Golden State. I'm just State. saying
4: we're projecting, you know, we're just we're we're keeping it, you know, who you got to worry about? Who you got to be thinking about? And the answer is it ain't just Denver anymore. It ain't just Denver. Golden State like Deion, coming. The whole Western Conference playoff is going to be a slog. But I ain't your worried. first round opponent. I ain't, gonna ain't be worried tough. about yes. the Kings. I ain't worried about the Kings. You know, like I don't, I don't believe you're not going to see
3: the Kings if they're in. The, well, you might because I don't believe they're really the third best team in the West. Exactly right. They could drop down and exactly you're seeing right. them as the as the seven.
4: The question is, do the Grizzlies hold on to two? That's the That, to me, is the – is the or can they can they get up to first? I mean, that, what we talked about is how fortunate you are coming off that losing streak that you still got that level of
3: separation lead. between you and the Kings. Yeah. You're in third place. Yeah. So you feel good. I mean, then you have, what, five and a half on the Clips? I, I believe five of the seven before the All-Star break are at, at home, whereas Jessica pointed out, your best team right. in the league, 21-3. You to three. create some separation. So yeah, you got a little bit of a chance to create some more separation here yeah. before the All-Star break. Yeah, no, it's It'd be true. nice to get Bain back and, you know, be as healthy, close to health as you could be.
4: Yep, yep. Anyway, uh, oh, thanks deep. to Jessica Benson for joining us on the show. We'll come back. Lots more to come. Trista Crick's going to join us. We'll continue this conversation with her at 125. Jason and John, to FM, ESPN.
6: It's Brad Carson in studio with Jason and John, and I'm here to tell you about the Bentley Sportsbook app. It's on your phone right there. Just download it right now, B-E-T-L-Y, the Bentley Sportsbook, from the folks that brought you Southland Casino over in West Memphis, and it's been legal in Arkansas from the very beginning. It's now legal in Tennessee. And since you're a new user and you're downloading it here in Tennessee for the first time, you get that $250 risk-free for your first wager. That's enough reason just to download right now. They've got all the great tech, the fast payouts. It's easy, simple, and local like all of the other great books. But this one, you get the 250 right out of the gate. Plus, they've got special bets on the big game. And the thing I like the most about the Betley Sportsbook, download the Betley Sportsbook, you go to the Promotions tab, they've got some special NBA game parlays tonight, including a player prop with LeBron James and C.J. McCollum tonight for uh, Find the Open Man, they're calling it, plus 295 for the player prop. They've got a player prop with Julius Rando and uh, Jokic tonight over in college hoops. There's a TCU, um, UNLV, San Diego State bet on there, boosted to plus 550. So you can do college parlays, you can do NBA parlays and big game parlays and special bets there through the Betley app. Download it right now and enjoy it here in tennessee or in arkansas must be 21 or older and located in one of those two states to bet using betley play responsible for help quitting call 800-522-4700 that's the betley sportsbook
2: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too